All right, what's good, guys? Uh, welcome back to uh, Instagram Live here, and then I'm going to be making an episode on the Chat Chatter podcast here. I'm going to do a little Q&A. Uh, I think it, uh, I've got some good questions here, so hopefully this episode will be you know anywhere from like 12 to 15 minutes, just uh, some quick stuff, and just want to hop on, give you guys a little content. Um, so first, uh, ooh, this is a good question. This from this question's from Amarjeet. Um, they say, if burpees done in a paced motion, are they still bad? So, like I said in my video the other day, I think burpees are just a high impact exercise um, that are joined by you know a comp- three really kind of complex moves, uh, masqueraded to be a very simple exercise, and they're typically done to complete failure. Uh, so when you're combining people who aren't strong enough to do the exercise and then making them go um, above and beyond what they should probably be doing for it. Uh, I think it's just a recipe for injury. So anytime we're including, you know, um, not really good technique and poor form with either too much load or too much volume, that's when we really look to um, see a lot of poor um, technique and injury. Uh, I'm just going to wait for some people here. Uh, but, you know, if, like I said in the video as well, if you like to do burpees, if you, um, if you have to compete at them, if you're in a CrossFit gym, it's one of those things where, hey, maybe they're going to be good for the practice, right, um, to acquire that skill or to get better at them. So if you're going to have to compete at them, by all means, you can do them. Um, I'm not saying that it's uh, the best exercise. I think it's probably one of the worst exercises you can do for overall longevity. Um, and typically, most people are doing burpees strictly to sweat and get exhausted because it's a full body move that makes them exhausted. There are thousands of other things that you can be doing um, to get that exhausted or sweat that much or work that hard. Um, you know, from running in place to um, doing as many squats as possible in a minute to, um, you know, um, you know, reverse lunging, split squats. Um, what's up? What's up? It, it really, it, there's a bunch of stuff that you guys can do um, to work at higher intensities. You know, I even have people, hey, um, you know, doing some type of like ball slam as hard as you possibly can. That's going to be just as hard as a burpee would and a lot safer for you. So when it, for me, it all comes down to um, how safe are we being and uh, are we training for uh, long-term, <laughs> appreciate you, um, are we training for long-term um, training habits and success? So that's really my best uh, advice for that out there. All right, next question comes from Mitch Smith. Uh, what helps you stay motivated and disciplined? You know, it's just, um, I just really try and load myself up with uh, a bunch of different tasks that I need to do on a daily basis. You know, for me, I have aspirations of, of where I want to go with both Lyft and, you know, my personal brand and business. Um, there's other things that I want to do, and I just kind of have that in the back of my mind. Um, and then, you know, my parents are uh, a driving factor in all of this, too. They've sacrificed a lot for me, you know, early on through my athletic career and then through on um, my, you know, actual physical career. And they've given so much to me, and I want to eventually pay that back to them. Uh, so that's kind of one of the one of the main factors that that keeps me going on a daily basis. And um, yeah, I just don't want to settle for for something that um, I could have got a little bit more out of. Uh, I think I hold myself to some high standards, and I want to see uh, what I can do and um, and what timeline I could 
I could do that. So that's a really good question. Um, but for people within the fitness industry, uh, just, you know, working out that kind of stuff to me, motivation and discipline all just comes down to your daily habits. You know, are you making activity a daily habit? Are you making, you know, a strength training or just working out in general, whatever you do? Um, are you making that a, a priority? And there's a lot of things in life that we can throw to the side and not prioritize. Um, I think health and fitness should be up at the top for, for a lot of people. So, um, you know, it's just like anything in life. You know, people, they're probably pretty motivated to, you know, shower and brush their teeth in the morning because it makes them um, smell good and their, their breath doesn't stink and it's part of daily hygiene. I think exercise should kind of be the same way. You should be taking your body um, seriously with other things just other than, you know, hygiene. It should be health and fitness. And um, so that's just uh, kind of my... My two cents on that, but I think um, staying motivated and, and disciplined just comes down to building foundational habits and setting realistic goals for yourself. So don't overdo it. Make sure that, hey, everything is kind of within uh, what you're capable of doing at that time, and then um, stick to it. All right, let's move on to the next question here. This question comes from uh, John Dizzle, John Dizzle24. What's up, man? Uh he says, is creatine effective for gains? Do you take it? Uh, so, yes, I do take creatine. Yes, it is effective for gains. Creatine is probably one of the most researched um, supplements out there. Creatine is going to supply your body with um, and muscles with creatine phosphate, so it's readily available energy. So to help with overall muscle strength and power development, um, creatine is, is huge. So anyone that is looking to get, you know, whether it's tone or bulk up, um, taking creatine has been proven to help you improve strength, help improve muscle size. Um, so definitely be taking creatine. I usually take like five grams uh, per day. I like creatine HCL, which is the hydrochloride one. Uh, I think it's just works a little bit better. Um, it's more soluble. There's a lot more research coming out behind it that it tends to be a little bit better um, than just the, the monochronized kind of powder. Um, I think it it's dissolves in water better obviously uh and um i just like the form of that better it just makes me feel a little bit better i don't feel as kind of puffy and bloated on it um so yeah that's my i know a lot of people you know my business partner he really likes just the pills just the really easy pop pills uh i like to actually throw it into like my post-workout or pre-workout stuff um but it just really depends on how you like to take it but yes creatine is huge what's up guys what's up rob smith what's going on uh, let's see here. Next question comes from uh, Narayan Baines. He says, how can I improve in internal hip rotation? Uh, my favorite drill for internal hip rotation, well, I have two of them actually. One is just a 90-90 sit. So you know how um, if you've ever seen like cheerleaders sit down on the floor, um, they kind of have their, their legs at like a 90-90 angle. Uh, so the easiest way to explain it to people uh, both here on Instagram Live and on the podcast here is basically just sit down put one leg out in front of you and make a 90 degree angle in front of you with the with your leg and then the other leg would kind of be almost sitting behind you but also in a 90 degree angle and then you want to really face that front leg and what you're going to feel uh, as you start to rotate towards the back leg is kind of that internal rotation of the hip so i really like that one i also like um, just straight up laying down on the floor um, and basically putting your feet out a little bit wider and then trying to um, bring your knees together, so letting them just kind of fold in and letting that, that kind of that uh, passive stretch of the hip internal rotation take effect. Um, and then I guess there's a third one. The last drill that I really like to do is um, 
actually working into hip internal rotation. Um, so that would be, I like laying down on the floor, putting your leg up kind of at a 90 degree angle. So if you're face down on the floor, you're putting your leg up to the side and then you're just rotating through the hip. So you're trying to raise your foot up um, above the knee while keeping the knee on the floor. So that's a really good one too, because I think it's really important to actually control hip internal rotation or any, any type of uh, hip rotation, not just um, just get into passive stretches. You really want to make sure that we're strengthening the muscles, strengthening the rotators, um, and being able to do that efficiently. That's a good question. Uh, let's see. Next question here comes from Owen. If I work out at a certain body part in the AM, should I do the same thing on my lunch workout? No, not at all. Um, you know, first, if you're going to do any type of two-a-day training, I would say, you know, prioritize maybe like mobility in the morning and then hit a hard workout in the afternoon. Or um, if you're an athlete, say you're like a CrossFitter or a triathlete where you're trying to work two different training systems, um, work strength in the morning and then wait four or five hours and do like an endurance run or something like that um, or training bout in the afternoon. But uh, definitely I wouldn't be hitting <clears throat> the same muscle group in the morning and at lunch if you want to do a little extra volume. I don't think that hurts. Like if you want to, if you're trying to do like build up your pushups, then hey, build up your pushups in, at lunch, do like three extra sets of, of whatever you can get, um, do it that way, but don't do a full another workout afterwards. I think that can be counterproductive to your rest and recovery. Um, all right, last question here, and I'm going to hop off. Any opinion on ACE versus NASM certifications for CPT? Uh, very basically, ACE is kind of the base um, certification that a lot of people want to get that don't have any education or experience in the field. Uh, so it is the easiest one to get next to ISA, I would say, because you don't need any type of degree. Um, you don't actually have to have any experience within the field. Um, and it's very, very easy. Like I could pick out a random person. Um, I could pick out a random person here in the park and I could have them study for four hours and they could probably go take the ACE test. So it's not really a good qualification for an, an experienced trainer, um, nor do, do I think it really teaches you all that much to be a trainer. Uh, the NASM is pretty decent. You know, it's going to give you kind of a well-rounded base. Um, but the one thing to know about certifications for CPT is... You know, certifications only mean so much. If you can't apply it, if you don't have experience, if you're not willing to go out and um, train people for free and gain experience within the field, you're not going to build yourself up as a trainer or coach. Too many people are going out and getting certifications when they have no fucking idea what to do with a client. So um, the certifications to me really don't mean all that much. It more or less means, hey, are you willing to go out and build kind of your portfolio of knowledge um, through internships, through working with people, through um, your own kind of training modalities and just reading a bunch and learning from other people. Um, it, to me, it really doesn't matter, you know, how many certifications you have. Yes, it can look good on paper, but if you're not willing to apply it, if you don't have coaching tools and you don't have interpersonal skills, training is not going to be for you. So uh, I hope that helps, guys. I'm going to hop off here. Um, but I really appreciate you guys being here on live. I'm going to do another one of these tomorrow. I'm actually going to put up uh, the question box uh, on the story really quickly here. So if you guys have questions for me that I didn't answer in this episode, go ahead and hit me up um, in the next one, and I'll be sure to answer yours tomorrow. See you guys.
All right, podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate it. Um, like I said, if you guys want to come follow me on Instagram, submit your question. Um, I'm just at Chad Driscoll, but I really appreciate you guys being here and have a fantastic rest of your day. Deuces.